Welcome to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. We are kicking off the Christmas Tree of Hope Blitz Day Radiothon. Canada's run at the FIFA World Cup has come to an end without a win. And Saturday is the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. What's Hamilton doing to help out? The GMH podcast starts now. This is the Good Morning Hamilton podcast on 900 CHML. Welcome to the 46th annual Christmas Tree of Hope Blitz Day Radiothon. It is sponsored by... I like it. Drive life. They've donated more than $100,000 to the Children's Fund over the last eight years. Unbelievable. Well, no, I I keep saying that, but I do believe it because we have some amazing people in this community, including you, the listeners, who each and every year somehow, someway come through to raise much needed money for some incredible children's charities in our community. And not only donating your hard-earned money, but also providing new unwrapped toys for these children in Hamilton and Burlington. And so with your help, we are collecting this money and these toys and then spreading the joy to all these kids and these organizations throughout the city. You can help today by texting the word DONATE to 30333 or go to our website, 900CHML.com. There's PayPal. There's a link to CanadaHelps.org. We are going to be at Gore Park today from 10 until 6, accepting your donations. We'll also be at CF Limeridge Mall tomorrow and Sunday as well. And don't forget to join us this evening at 6.30 for the Christmas Tree of Hope tree lighting ceremony. Mayor Andrea Horvath will turn on the lights tonight in at around 6.30, and uh, it should be phenomenal. Weather-wise, it's going to be great. Eight degrees. It might rain. There's a slight chance of rain, so maybe just bring an umbrella just to be safe. Well, as I mentioned, over the last eight years... Leggett Auto Group has contributed more than $100,000 to the CHML Children's Fund and the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign, including $10,000 this year. We say thank you once again and welcome to Good Morning Hamilton. Rob Leggett, the general manager at Leggett Auto Group. Rob, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. Thank you for having me on. How are you? I'm fantastic. We at the CHML Children's Fund Board of Directors can't thank Leggett enough for the continued participation, the donations, the partnership, the goodwill that you spread, not only to the fund, but throughout the community. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. No, it's always a pleasure to be involved with the Christmas Tree of Hope. And uh, like you said, it's been eight years now, and uh, we're always excited for this time of year for the event. Why is giving back to the community so important for you, the, the Legged Auto Group, and the Legged family? Well, obviously, the you know we're, we're, we just turned 100 years old, so uh, we've always been a family-run uh, organization and uh, you know family and community has always been important to us and uh, we've always had a culture of giving back to the communities we deal in we have seven stores within the Hamilton and Burlington market and uh, so we've, we've always felt the need to give back to the, the people that help us and um, the Chorus Entertainment Partnership and Christmas Tree of Hope has always been a great fit. And we know the need is great. You know, with inflation where it is and the cost of living rising, people are finding it hard to make ends meet. So each and every dollar makes a, a huge difference in this community. It does, correct. Yeah, no, there's there's never been a needier time, and uh, that's why it makes it that much more special to be involved in uh, events like this. Rob Leggett is the general manager of Leggett Auto Group, joining us here on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML as we kick off the CHML Children's Fund and Christmas Tree of Hope Blitz Day Radiothon as we raise money for less fortunate ch- children in our community. You can text the word DONATE to 30333 or donate online at 900CHML.com. You mentioned 100 years for Leggett Auto Group. When you look at that number what do you what comes to mind what are you thinking 
Oh, it's a big number. I mean, uh, we always joke around. We have to celebrate this one because we won't see uh, we won't see two hundred. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's very special. Not a lot of companies get there, uh, and not a lot of companies are family run for that long. So, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of pride with our employees, past and present, and uh, we're hoping as we move into the next hundred, we can uh, continue to transition and uh, adapt to where the market's going to go and. Uh, continue to uh, offer you know good service and uh, a good place to work for employees it's uh, there's not a lot of companies in Canada that have reached a hundred like you know you're doing something right when you're in the triple digits what's been the seat secret to your success you know what like I said just you know family runs so we uh, you know we, we always care our names on the building um, you know our, our we try to make a good place to work for our employees and our employees you know, they're the ones that have built the culture and, and keep the customers coming back. And uh, um, like I said, we, we want to give back to the communities and uh, support, uh, you know, healthy communities where we do business. And uh, I think uh, customers can see that, and uh, um, it's a good partnership. It's been an amazing 100 years. I'm sure the next 100 will be just as spectacular. Rob, thank you for the time, and thanks again for donating once again and partnering with us on the Children's Fund. Thank you, and have a great day. You too. Rob Leggett, General Manager, Leggett Auto Group. Check them out online. They have a wider range of new and pre-owned vehicles that you can get into. Uh, and give where you live. Text the word DONATES to 30333. Go online at 900CHML.com and help out our Blood Stay Radio Thought. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. One of the organizations in this community that does some tremendous work is Hamilton Health Sciences Foundation and McMaster's Children's Hospital Foundation. Siri Bacchini is the VP of Development with those organizations and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Sherry, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm wonderful today. How are you? I'm great. Tell us about all the amazing work that your foundation does. Uh, well, we're very privileged uh, through the generosity of community support that we are able to provide life-saving patient equipment and life-altering uh, support for programs uh, to benefit our region's children and their families in their time of need at McMaster Children's Hospital. Is there a, specific, a particular type of equipment or, or something else that you are targeting this year? Uh, well, actually, there is equipment needed in every area within McMaster Children's Hospital, including Ron Joyce Children's Health Center. So everything from sleeper chairs where pa uh, parents and support um, individuals might spend the night in an inpatient unit, uh, straight up to uh, incubators for our most vulnerable young ones in our neonatal intensive care unit. Our neonatal intensive care unit is the largest in Canada, uh, serving a, a huge family population in the Golden Horseshoe and surrounding areas. Uh, so certainly lots of equipment needed and um, wonderful programs that are also really important to make sure that our space is welcoming and friendly and um, that kids uh, you know, feel comfortable and uh, supported uh, with wonderful um, supports for coping uh, while in hospital. And now, maybe more importantly than ever, we need these funds because you look at the situation in hospitals with COVID and RSV and flu season here, it's been a tough go. 
Absolutely. And uh, so our frontline clinical team is working exceptionally hard to continue to provide vital care for our region's children. Um, but they really, uh, through the generosity and kindness of so many community supporters, are able to get the right tools and um, be able to provide uh, that care directly to our, our, our children. So every dollar counts. A special thanks to everyone who's thinking about making a donation, uh, especially during this holiday season. Please know that we are so very grateful. And you can donate today and throughout the year by texting the word donate to 30333 or going to our website at 900chml.com. I always like to talk about success stories, and I'm sure, Sherry, that you have a few, whether it's a child or a family or a particular situation. What comes to mind when you think about some of the amazing things and, and families that the foundation has helped? Uh, you know, I had the opportunity to see a little one uh, through our neonatal intensive care unit in a transport incubator coming from one of our community hospitals to get specialized care in our neonatal intensive care unit, uh, weighing 1.2 pounds. So that is, uh, if you think about a pound of butter, this is the size of the little one. And I uh, got great news uh, just two days ago that little one is going home just in time for the holidays, thanks to the exceptional round-the-clock care provided by that team uh, to be with family. That and uh, it's a happy, healthy, uh, vibrant little one. That is an amazing story, Sherry. The foundation is amazing as well, and we thank you for joining us today, and we'll continue to raise funds for McMaster Children's Hospital Foundation and Hamilton Health Sciences Foundation. Thanks for the time. Thank you so much. Sherry Bocchini is the VP of Developments with Hamilton Health Sciences Foundation and McMaster Children's Hospital Foundation, one of the many organizations that you are helping today and throughout the year by making a donation at 900CHML.com. Text the word DONATE to 30333. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900CHML. We take all this money and we spread it out to 30 uh, unbelievable organizations, including the organization we're now shining a spotlight on now. And that is Fit, Active, Beautiful. And the program manager is Stacy Marshall, who joins us on Good Morning Hamilton. Stacy, good morning. How are you? Good morning to you. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. Let's uh, refresh our listeners' memory about Fit, Active, Beautiful. What are you guys all about? Oh, sure. I'd love to. Um, so we run a program in uh, lower income areas of Hamilton. It's for girls in grades six through eight. And we use running as our vehicle, but we're overall, we're teaching them how to set goals. So how to live big and dream big. How many girls are in the program? Um, so we've fluctuated a little bit over COVID, um, but usually we end up with, a, last year was around 100. We're hoping to grow back to our pre-pandemic numbers, which was around 200 girls and 40 coaches. Is that a, is that a healthy number? I'm not sure what the, the word I'm, I'm, I'm trying to conjugate in terms <laughs> of, I know there's a need, but how, how big is too big and how, is there a, a certain level where that number becomes a little worrisome? Um, I would say that, um, like I said, pre-pandemic levels, like our 200 mark, we were doing kind of really well and really strong. Um, I would say there's always a need. There's quite a, a high percentage of girls living in poverty in Hamilton. So, you know, it's based on how many girls we can reach and how much coaches and funding and all that stuff comes into play. But we're very proud of the numbers that we do reach and the number of coaches that we have out there. And We've been around, this could be our 11th year, so wow. we've been doing this for quite a while and reaching a lot of girls, and we've seen a lot of our girls that have come through the program and gone on to do really great things as well. So, you know, the goal setting inspires them to, you know, go out and 
create and live out the dreams in their own lives as well. That's awesome to hear. How are donations used to support your programming? Oh, absolutely. So um, for our program, we've removed the barriers. So we've removed like cost to participate, transportation equipment. So that's usually where our funding goes. It goes to, you know, give the girls a goal setting journal. We have a healthy snack in our program. So donations go uh, to healthy snacks. They get to participate in a couple of racing events. So obviously there's no cost to them. So there's all these places that as donations come in that it goes back to our participants and us being able to run our program and reach our fat girls. Stacy Marshall is our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML. Stacy is the program manager with Fit Active Beautiful. You can find them online, fitactivebeautiful.ca, one of the recipients of funding from uh, people like you who are listening right now and texting the word donate to 30333 or donating uh, your money online at 900CHML.com. What is the impact on girls? You've said that they, you know, they've gone on to bigger and better things. What do you see on a daily or yearly basis, the growth that they show? Oh, absolutely. I can share some beautiful stories. So I think what Fab creates is this little spark of maybe I can that turns into a yes, I can. Um, so we've seen girls that never thought they would go to university go on to university. Um, We've seen girls um, go on to try out for things at school, start to play different sports, try out for plays. It inspires them to, you know, kind of open the doors to some of the things they want to do. A couple of girls that I'm still in contact with are doing amazing at university, um, playing for the university field hockey team. We have one girl that's gone on to do her master's in playwriting. Um, So we've seen our girls kind of grow and evolve and actually take on things that, you know, if you asked them in grade six, they would have said, there's no way I can do that. So it's been kind of a very enlightening experience. We've also had a few girls come back and coach with us, which is our overall kind of cycle. We would love to have our fab girls become fab coaches back in their communities as well. That is so cool. What's the age group of the girls that uh, you uh, have into the program? Um, So it's grade six, seven, and eight. So that's around uh, age 10 to 13 depending on when birthdays fall. That's a really influential time frame in terms of a girl um, trying to figure out what's going on in life and and what she wants to become as a career and as an individual. Oh, absolutely. And we found, too, when we did, like, when we started our program, research was done, and there wasn't as much programming for that tween age, especially for girls. Hmm. So we really wanted to jump into that age and and kind of work with them as they're evolving and getting ready for high school, also giving them the confidence, because we know that girls' confidence plummets in high school. Um, So it's really great to kind of have them already start to understand goal setting and feel good about themselves as they're transitioning into high school and then beyond. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML is Stacey Marshall, Program Manager at Fit Active Beautiful. Check out their website at fitactivebeautiful.ca. And if you're listening to this, this is one of the programs that we um, uh, basically take your donations and give to to implement their programming. Uh, You can do so by texting the word DONATE to 30333. Head over to our website at 900CHML.com and give where you live. You mentioned coaches and volunteers. I'm assuming there's always a great need for those people. Oh, absolutely. So right now we're um, looking for volunteer coaches. So that's a great question. So we do have women from the community that volunteer their time with our fab girls. We have a high rate of return because coaches love working with fab girls. So if anyone is interested, please go to our website. You can absolutely find out information about coaching. And in terms of that, you mentioned those success stories and just seeing, you know, a, a girl enter the program and then leave the program in a much better headspace. The confidence level is there. That's got to be so uplifting to everyone in the program. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it, it touches not only like our fab board and fab staff and fab coaches. You know, we've even heard back from teachers that have seen changes in the girls over a year over year and their confidence rise. And we see fab girls even get a sense of pride. We give them a fab shirt and it's pink and they wear it on, you know, <laughs> uh, pink shirt day and they wear it proudly. We've seen friendships grow. So they might not be friends at school, but then they become friends at fab and they start training together and doing runs on their own outside of school. So there's so many places that it just gives girls a chance to be and to evolve and to embrace who they are, because that's what FAB's all about. It's an amazing program. It's called Fit Active Beautiful. Find it online, fitactivebeautiful.ca. Get your daughter involved, because as you can see and as you can hear, there are some tremendous opportunities out there. Stacy, thanks for joining us. Merry Christmas and uh, good luck uh, the rest of this year and beyond. Oh, thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you as well. Stacy Marshall is the program manager at Fit Active Beautiful. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. One of those amazing agencies and organizations that we uh, deliver funding to through all our listeners is the Canusa Games. This is a long-standing and very successful. Uh, athletic event, but it's more than just about the sports that are involved in these annual games. It's the friendship and the camaraderie that is built by those who are attending, whether you're an athlete or a coach or a volunteer. It is a wonderful organization, uh, and it's been doing so for 60-plus years, so you know they're doing something right. Sheila Drury is a member of the Board of Directors at Canusa Games and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Sheila, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm fantastic. For those that don't know about the Canusa Games, and let's be fair, there's a lot of newcomers to Hamilton, and they might not be familiar with what Canusa is all about. How would you explain Canusa Games to them? Uh, Canusa Games is, well, this summer will be our 65th Games. It's the Olympian-style competition between Hamilton, Ontario, and Flint, Michigan. So every summer, we either drive over to Flint, Michigan, and have a weekend of competitions in sports, um, mostly uh, team sports, but uh, we have track, we have swimming, we have basketball, soccer, um, we have baseball, um, skeet and darts, and uh, pickleball for the adults. Uh, so it's it's a friendship games between the two cities, and Either they come to us or we go to them, and it's been going on for 65 years. Yeah, number 65 is actually going to be next summer, August 11 to 13 in Hamilton. It's always great when Hamilton gets to host because we welcome our city to those from Flint, both young and old. How are donations raised through the Children's Fund uh, used by the Canusa Games uh, Board of Directors? Well, we have... uh, it's, It's... the uh, Canusa Games are so thankful that the the uh, Children's Wish always gives puts us on their list because we have athletes from all walks of life from in this city who play. So we'll have some kids that are on uh, rep teams. We'll have some kids that are, are on rec teams, and we'll have some kids that just play sports through their schools. So it's all different types of economic backgrounds. So that wish they help. Um, assist the kids that just don't have a, a, you know, in their budgets for three three kids from one family to play. So this helps us accommodate and 
have those children or the, I should say those athletes uh, join in and they don't miss out on anything. So we do things like uh, they get they get shirts, they get buses when we have to go away. We have uh, mementos when they mementos when they're here. They have to pay for their gym time, their their field time, their to whatever it is, and this helps a lot getting everybody involved. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML, Sheila Drury, member of the board of directors at Canusa Games. They'll be hosting Flint, Michigan athletes next summer for the 65th edition. And this is all about, you know, it's obviously getting kids active or keeping them active, but it's also exposing them to another city, another country, and building those friendships. And that's really the the baseline for what Canusa is all about. And I always, I've, I've always pushed because I played. I played when I was a um, young athlete and then I coached and then I uh, convened and now I'm part of the board. But I still have those friends from Hamilton that I played with and they're not the same school that I went to. So that's what I always push is that it connects um, Hamilton athletes with the Flynn athletes for that weekend and then beyond. But it also connects the, the Hamilton athletes. So we'll be you'll be playing with someone that lives in Ancaster or Stony Creek or downtown or or on the mountain that you normally would if you played against them, you would be their opponent. And the Canusa Games gets to um, connect everyone in Hamilton to be on the same team. So that's our, our big push is play for Team Hamilton. So it's so much fun to, you know, you run into someone that is in a different part of the city and here they are you get to play with each other for a couple of months and then compete together it's fantastic it is fantastic and you can get more details online at canusagames.com sheila thanks for the time merry christmas and enjoy the holidays and you too rick and merry christmas to you and and thanks for this really early morning (laughs) i know it's not as early morning for you But you know me. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and I am not the the, uh, the hockey mom on the basketball mom. We didn't have to start till 830. So. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I appreciate your time, Sheila. All right. Thanks, Rick. That is Sheila Drury, member of the board of directors at Canusa Games. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Well, after a 36-year absence, Canada's run at the World Cup lasted only three games. But they showed well. And not only that, they accrued a wealth of valuable experience for when our country hosts, co-hosts the 2026 World Cup. Colin Miller is the former captain and coach of the Canadian men's team. He was on Canada's 1986 World Cup squad and also played with the old Hamilton Steelers. Remember them? Of the CSL. And he joins us now. Colin, thank you for joining us today. It's great to be on your show, Rick. Thanks for, for having me on board here. So zero wins, but a couple of goals for Canada. I know one was an own goal, but still we finally broke the ice in that regard. What was your sense on how Canada performed in Qatar? Well, I think we have to be very proud of the performances of the players uh, and even in yesterday's performance against Morocco. Uh, first half, we we showed uh, why we were leaving the tournament early, a bit of naive defend, uh, defensively. Um, but the second half was was all Canada uh, in, in in a lot of the games, actually. Uh, I thought we played very well against Belgium. I, I, it's really unfortunate that we didn't pick up at least a point, Rick, in that, that game. Uh, you know, missing the penalty as well from, from Alfonso Davies, uh, that was incredibly disappointing. I'm surprised he took the penalty, to be honest with you. Uh, the second game, 
you know, we play against, I think, one of the dark horses to win the tournament uh, in uh, in Croatia. I think it just, and for the most part, with the greatest respect, it was men against boys. Uh, we poked the bear uh, off the field. We poked uh, with John Herdman's comments. And, of course, we poked the bear again, scoring after 90 seconds. Uh, and then we we were second best for most of that that performance against a fantastic side. But overall, goodness me, we've got to be very very proud of this uh, this team and and how it performed. And I think it bodes well for the future of the game. Speaking of the future, in four years' time, Canada is going to be co-hosting with the U.S. and Mexico. How important of a building block was participating at this stage for this program? Well, not just participating. First of all, the qualification, Rick, was massive because it's been so long since we got to a World Cup. And then the manner that the team played in, the, the, the performances, the enthusiasm, the energy, the commitment, all of those things, as well as the skill at times. You know, there's some terrific performances individually uh, in, in this World Cup squad. Uh, I think a combination of all those things, uh, the experience that everyone has gained from playing football at this level, because it's one thing beating with the greatest respect some of the teams that we've beaten in the run-up to qualification in CONCACAF. And I'm going back to the early stages of it, of course, where, you know, with the greatest respect, you're winning 7 and 8 no, We're not getting anything out of those games. We need to compete against this calibre of opposition all the time or as much as possible. Uh, and that has even been proven with Mexico and, and the States, you know, who have not exactly set the header on fire either, but the States, of course, are into the next round. Our guest on Good Morning Hamilton on 900 CHML is Colin Miller, former Team Canada player and coach. And uh, you were at the 86 World Cup with Team Canada. You didn't see a lot of action, but what were your memories of a tournament like that and what it meant to Canadian soccer in building that next generation of soccer players? Well, it was very similar to the draw that we had in, in 86 to the draw that we had here. We played against three very, very good uh, good countries and we equipped ourselves well. We, we probably weren't as entertaining to watch uh, as this this group here, but nevertheless, both groups, when you get to this level of football, Rick, it was, uh, you, you know that you still have a ways to go and it, it's a good benchmark for, for where you're at in terms of programme. Obviously, what's going to be left here is a massive legacy for, and an incentive now for young players, both boys and girls, to come through their respective clubs and systems because the opportunities now at the next level for, for all of the young players in Canada is there for everyone to see. Uh, the fact that we now have players playing in Europe, playing in the MLS and even in, in the CPL, it's definitely served a purpose. So now there are more opportunities as well. And and we we now have left this World Cup, yes, but I think the reputation and the respectability that has now been earned from the Canadian players means that there will be players moving again to more uh, higher profile clubs. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fabulous advert for the game of football in our country. And if I was a young boy or a young girl, when I see the success of both programs at the national team level, goodness me, what an incentive it is. Absolutely. Colin Miller is our guest, former Canadian national team player and head coach. And, and to that latter point, you were the interim manager of uh, Team Canada in the early 2000s and, and again a little later on. Talk about the pipeline of players and how that compares to what we're seeing now coming through the system. Well, I can I can say how hand on heart how proud I was both to be a player 
captain and uh, interim head coach of our national team program. But I also have to say how different the program looks now <laughs> to what it was to the group that uh, that I had with the, the guys who were very committed, but they were it was also tagged unattached FC, Rick. So there were so many players who actually weren't playing first-team football for, for, for their respective clubs. And there were so many players who were actually unattached. They weren't, uh, even when I had the team in the Gold Cup, uh, at one point there was a couple of players had to leave the squad to go back to Europe to try to get into professional clubs. So it's come a long way. Even the staff, I had five staff members and now John Herdman has 29 staff. So <laughs> it's, it's just, you get to see a little bit of the difference uh, and the calibre and the depth of the squad that uh, that John has to pick from now is, fanta- is fantastic. But it's a, it's a credit to all. I mean, I keep going back to the grassroots level of the game. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, an advertisement, as I said earlier, but it's a credit to the, the men and the women who are volunteering their time to take their sons and daughters to their to their respective training sessions, to all the, the, the coaches out in Canada that are doing such a great job with our grassroots program. And then now there's a there's a pyramid, if you like, a direction that the country is going in, in terms of coach development and player development that uh, is is now feeding the professional clubs, both here domestically in Canada and, of course, North America-wise with the MLS. And, and then the final piece of the jigsaw is getting players to, to Europe, which is the pinnacle of most players' career. And I was very fortunate to play, you know, almost 18 years professionally, and the vast majority of that was played in Scotland and England. So uh, the, the the world of opportunity now is, is second to none. We've not, It's probably been the brightest... Uh, that Canada has had in terms of their their, their, their their grassroots program and going all the way through to the professional level. So it's not really a big surprise that we've turned a corner. Uh, the media has a, such an important part to play as well, Rick, where um, you know the, the, the people reporting on the game uh, are now a little bit more educated on the sport. I know how, how much hockey means to everyone in Canada, but... There's no question soccer has taken over the second spot there in, in the country, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, it's getting our kids who, who love the game, getting them involved in more and more as, uh, as much as possible. I think all those factors, Rick, will uh, contribute to a, a real established football programme in Canada. Thanks for the time. And, uh, well, enjoy the rest of the World Cup, even though Canada is not participating. Yes, I will do. There's some some great games coming up, and and it's been an exciting World Cup so far. I'm looking forward to the rest of it. It has. Colin Miller, former captain and coach of the Canadian men's national team. He was on the 86 World Cup squad for Canada. Also played with the old Hamilton Steelers of the CSL. You're listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast from 900 CHML. Tomorrow is a big day as well for another reason. It is International Day of Persons with Disabilities. The theme this year is transformative solutions through inclusive developments, the role of innovation in fueling an accessible and equitable world. So that you know, has me thinking, what is Hamilton doing in this regard? Anthony Frazina is the director of media relations with the Ontario Disability Coalition and the author of the book Above and Beyond and joins us now on Good Morning Hamilton. Anthony, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Rick. How are you? I'm good. What will you be reflecting on tomorrow? 
Uh, tomorrow is essentially a day. It's a new year for me. It's uh, essentially a day of recognizing what's been done in Hamilton to amplify accessibility and disability issues and support for people with disabilities. But it's also an opportunity to reflect on the future because there's still a lot more that can be done for accessibility and inclusion. And you know, I hope to work with uh, you know our leaders and our and our community members to help bring that message to the forefront and continue to bring that message to the forefront rather than an afterthought, so to speak. How has Hamilton done when it comes to this year's theme, in innovating to make our city more accessible and more equitable? I will simply, uh, I'll compliment the city because the city is going through a rebrand right now. Uh, initially, it was uh, entitled the Diversity and Inclusion Department under uh, the city of Hamilton, but they've transformed to the IDEA approach. An IDEA is an acronym that stands for Inclusion, Diversity, Equity, and Access. And bringing equity and access to the conversation will hopefully fuel more opportunities and be innovative and be creative and look at uh, the the importance of uh, an investment in people with disabilities rather than absorbing a cost. What are some, and this is some of the things that I I think the, 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 the person out there who doesn't Uh, have a person with disability in their life think about. But what are some of the common challenges that persons with disabilities face in this city and and in other cities as well? Absolutely. I mean, uh, the biggest uh, one is transportation, you know, getting from point A to point B with dignity and with respect, Um, you know, having the the taxi script program be a little bit more equitable, having the amount of taxes available for the amount of people with disabilities uh, in Hamilton. The percentage of people with disabilities is greater than the provincial and national average. Supply and demand need to be more on par. I'm glad you brought that up because the city's auditor is recommending that um, the way clients pay for accessible transit in this community has to be changed because we're seeing at least allegations of misuse. How do you see the the, the new reality happening here in Hamilton? It's you know giving uh, having the opportunities to pay with you know as we need to with the proper transcript and getting getting things properly associated and, and done correctly. What opportunities? Let's talk about some of the things that we can see and we want to see in this city when it comes to accessibility issues and concerns. What is the city doing to make this a more equitable place? Well, we certainly need to have more lived experience part of the solution at the forefront. You know, it's not enough nor really acceptable to seek validation after uh, an accessible feature has been created or implemented in, in the sense of saying that you know how did we do so to speak you know we have the abundance of untapped potential untapped opportunity for people to be involved as in solutions and i think not only at the city's level but at the in the community within businesses within transportation uh leadership we have that opportunity to bring people with disabilities to the table to be heard and to continue to evolve in having uh that community be equally understood and respected. We got one more minute with Anthony Frazina, the Director of Media Relations with the Ontario Disability Coalition. As uh, we've been talking about, tomorrow is the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. How would you recommend people uh, honor this day and celebrate this day and get the message out? I certainly would hope people would just take a, a vested interest in, you know, having greater communi- communications with the disabled community, listen to the fact that how can we be of support to one another? How can we 
learn? How can we understand the barriers? How can we eradicate the barriers that people with disabilities face? Because it is a collaborative solution for collective prosperity. Well said, Anthony. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for carrying the torch for many people in this community, and, and best of luck tomorrow. Thanks so much, Ricky. Have a great day. You too. Anthony Frazina, Director of Media Relations at the Ontario Disability Coalition, also the author of Above and Beyond. You can check it out on Amazon. Thanks for listening to the Good Morning Hamilton podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday mornings from 530 to 9 on 900 CHML and online at 900CHML.com. The Good Morning Hamilton podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.